Test one, two. Test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds. Steve Harness. Your cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. Welcome to it, y'all. It is the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve, Ola Bruski. Where's Nick? I'm right here, dude. Uh, this, I'm Nick. I'm talking. Steve's over there. <laughs> I've been trying to keep my voice down even lower because people keep getting us confused. So Bruce I noticed Pete? after I got sick, my voice got a little weak. Oh, this is going to sound insulting. My voice sounded kind of weak in my head, and I sounded more like you. I felt as I listened back. Wow, dude! What? I mean, uh, weak. I did. You know, I'm just going to say it. Clean out. What the fuck was that, dude? Oh, I mean it. I know. My voice sounded thinner. Is that a compliment if I say thinner? No. You don't want to be thinner. Come on. It just sounded different. Less baritone, like. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. A little less baritone, and it sounded more like Nick. So (laughs) more like a tenor than a baritone. Yes. That's great, dude. Whether you get sick or you're healthy, you have a fantastic voice, no matter what. I think we figured out what it means. So I'm told. Bruski, how are you? I am well, thank you. How are you doing, Jack? How was your fourth? Uh, fourth was actually good, dude. I went out on the uh, went out on Lake Washington on the boat with my uh, sister and her hubby. They have a boat. Yeah, dude, they have a boat, and I hope yeah. I'm not talking out of school. But this is a boat purchase that they made two years ago during the pandemic. And when they made it, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna think about getting a boat." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Like just something used." And they were like, "Ah, we're not exactly sure. Maybe something used, something new." They went to the boat show. Oh and bought Whoa. a brand new boat. Of course, yes. And it's a very nice boat, uh, but it just kills me personally. I couldn't own it because obviously it's a boat and it costs a lot of money just to maintain and store. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, $110,000. Uh, and this is a boat that you would pull like the surfboards or the wakeboards or the tubes behind. Like a ski boat. It's a ski boat, but uh, like yesterday, there were one, two, three, four. There were six of us on it, and never once were we bumping into it. It's 30 feet long, and it actually has like a tiny little bathroom in it. You go in there and sit down, and if you had to poo, you could. Or if it was you're not in the water and you got to pee, you could do it in there. So are we saying that urinating off the boat, it would be frowned down upon? We all peed. And all of us peed after we jumped in the water. So no one like peed off the, off the boat. I was going to say in, in the social situation yesterday, I'm sure it would have been frowned down upon, but generally yeah. it's okay. Yeah. My niece was there. <laughs> she, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah it would have been a little weird. They're financing it though, right? I'm Drop assuming on. so. I would yes. hope, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You, you know what boat stands for? Bust out another thousand. That's right, baby. Right, dude. I mean, they do cost a lot to keep up. And then, yeah. uh, his mortgage, uh, I was like just curious about the mortgage because it's in a fairly nice spot down in Bellevue. Thousand a month. What do you say, Brisky? I was going to say closer to eight, eight fifty, nine hundred. Uh, I was low. I think it's seven ninety two or eight ninety two. One yeah. of, the, I, I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, around here in Tahoe, that's a big thing. And they go for about eight, nine hundred bucks. I thought maybe a Lake Washington there might be slightly above that. So oh, no, boats crazy. are ridiculously expensive. And, you know, the, the other joke is the two best days of boat ownership are the first day and the last day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I love boats. I love being on other people's boats. I'm going to get a boat and a wave runner because if you're going to repossess one thing from me, you might as well repossess two, right? So, yeah. Are you thinking about a <laughs> boat? No, hell no. And that's actually a Nate Pergazzi joke I just stole. So I'm giving Oh, that little bastard's pretty funny. Nate Pergazzi? Yeah. Very funny. I saw him live in Reno when he came through here. I'm a fan. He And he works clean, which is hard to even notice. But uh, he's a very funny dude. So Props to Nate, dude. Uh, how about Need to Know News commencing? Uh, yes. Yeah, first news story. There's a record heat wave happening everywhere, and we'll see which one of us dies on today's podcast. So I was visibly sweating when I first got <laughs> in here. I was like, oh. Nick's studio is awesome, but the bad news is it's literally a sauna that he turned into a studio, so I can't imagine on a hot summer day it ventilates very well. It's great in the winter. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my well, home is its own little sauna, this A-frame I'm in. All the heat collects up here, so it's probably 30 degrees warmer up here than it is downstairs. 
That's yeah. why you'll see my curtain blowing behind me intermittently because the window's open, the door's open, and I got a ball fan on down here. So. A ball fan? <laughs> yes. My balls wow. have lots of fans over the years, but uh, I need as much airflow as possible. All right. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this. We interrupt our program to bring you a special Here is program. a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring you All the humanity and all the faith. The state which will live in infamy. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Need to know news. News you need to know. It's need to know news. News you need to know. Uh, this is just all the stuff that, uh, yeah, we felt like you might need to know over the course of this next week. For one reason or the other. Brewski? Yeah, I'd be happy to lead off. Please. Well, we all know what yesterday was. Yesterday, obviously, being the uh, 4th of July. Happy birthday, Welcome. Uncle Sam, dude. Hey, yes. Brewski, did they have the 4th of July in England? Well, of course they do. It's on every calendar, I would imagine. Booyah! Brewski's so smart. <laughs> Tremendous play by Brewski. Nice job, Brewski. Well, thank you, thank you. Well, so yesterday was the 4th of July, and that means one thing. Well, it means many things, but one of them is the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest on Coney Island. Oh, oh yes. my goodness. Yeah, Brewski was out making some money yesterday. And I was out in Brooklyn last night, too, so that's another Why do you drive to New York so often? I cannot believe how many people in Boston hire you to drive to New York. To be fair, last night was not a usual sort of thing. This was a couple that actually broke up. The guy had the girl come up from Providence, where she lives, to his (laughs) apartment so he could break up with her. And then she decided she wanted to go to her brother's house. He lived in Brooklyn. Nobody wanted to take her ride. Because they all wanted to wait around until everybody was leaving where they shoot the fireworks off in Boston. Right. It makes sense. Get those rides. It's a bitch. You might get two rides if that. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and the money was right on the trip. So I took it. Hold on. They met in Boston, right? And he dumped what? her. And then she's like, I need to go to my brother's in New York. She met him on an app. She works and goes to school in Providence. It's not even an hour ride from Boston to Providence. So he, he has her come up. They go out to dinner the night before and all that fun stuff. Sure. The next morning they have breakfast, and while she's while they're eating breakfast, he's like, "Yeah, I think we should break up." <laughs> I bet he banged wow. her one last time the night before, though. He did. No, he did actually that morning. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm sure there were fireworks, dude. I mean, <laughs> uh, he knew this is the last time. I'm not going to care anything about this. It's all for me. So she's like, "Well, I have tomorrow off, and I need to be with somebody that that I trust and all that." So she was going to go to her brother's house, and the guy that broke up with her was the one that paid for the Uber. For me to take her to uh, Brooklyn. Oh, wow. She gets in my car and I'm ready to go. And this guy's like opening the door, wanting to talk to her some more. And I'm just like, hey, oh. buddy, I'm trying to get on the road here. Let's go. Meter's running, pal. Come on. <laughs> and on top of that, they've been arguing for almost eight hours. I would think you'd want this thing over with already, you know? Yeah, I'm here. Let me drive away. This ends this now. Yeah. I mean, granted, I only heard her side of things because I heard her talking on the phone to her mother. And that She's sort a liar. Of that's been my history. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. This guy, he's all religious. Yeah, you're probably everything. right. It usually is the guy. So No, but he was, he was all religious, and, and he's a Hindu. Oh and he got all weird because because she's Muslim and agnostic. And he's just like, well, I told you how much God means to me. And she's just like, oh. no, you never told me that at all. All of a sudden, he's using that as justification. If you're online dating, there's no excuse whatsoever to not know this question before we even make contact with each other. You know, Exactly. Exactly. Like exactly. it's that important. But if we yeah. meet in public, uh, I think that's a first night conversation. Like, I, I should know that. There's a few things. I don't want to interview you, but I would definitely want to know maybe three things. This is why meeting in real life is terrible nowadays. What <laughs> right. three things do you want to know? I got to know religion, if you're religious or not, and yeah. if you are, what your religion is. And I also have to know, you go to church every Sunday and on Wednesdays, you know, like, that's true. Some people say I'm religious, but they're not really religious. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Then I got to know, did you ever vote for Trump or plan to vote for him again? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> like that's uh, out. The I'll third. come up with the third later. Anal or no? Yeah. Oh, oh but, yeah. Where are we at with now, that? <laughs> I don't know if that's that, a deal breaker for me. But does that include ATM, though? Sure. Oh, okay. Right. Nice. Okay. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. ATM would be a over-the-top bonus. <laughs> oh, okay. And honestly, I've never done that because that just seems degrading as hell <laughs> i knew before you said that i knew you didn't so year, years ago i used to roadie for this hair metal band here in boston called flash addict <laughs> yeah oh, you boy. do and they, they were they were those guys were awesome i mean oh my god i used to get drunk stone laid 
just just and all I had to do and also see shows and all I had to do was carry the gear into the club, set it up and and then can I it just down. say quickly that I, I can't wait until you're a grandpa because your grandkids are going to think, uh, oh, tell me a story, Grandpa Brewski. <laughs> well, I used to be a roadie. You know, like you're going to have great stories. <laughs> used to be a roadie oh, for amazing. a regional hair band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. So there was this uh, lady that used to show up to all the shows. Her name was Brenda. And uh, one time she hooked up with Damien, the singer. At one point, Damien went ATM. <sighs> Like just because one, he could, or I mean, why? Yes, but I don't understand. Because he, because he could, he wanted. He <laughs> was. He said that after that, there was like this brown ring around Brenda's lips. Oh come on! Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> and he said, like he, said, he, he said, he said, he said, yeah. He he said she wanted to give me a kiss, and I told her I, I didn't want to at that time. But she was a real trooper about it. Right. What a uh, hypocrite, by the way. Jeez. He can go yeah. ATM on her, but she wants to kiss him. He's like, that's disgusting. Don't kiss yeah, me. Do you know what I just did to your mouth? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so back to the, to the story. I'm, I'm, I drove this lady to Brooklyn after her boyfriend broke up with her. Yes. And then now we're, <laughs> we're at uh, Coney Island for the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Coney Island's in Brooklyn. Yeah. And so, um, you were there. You were close. You felt it. You felt the energy of it. If you had to guess, what do you think? The woman who won the women's division. Yeah, yeah. So how many hot dogs she ate? Bun mm. or no bun? Oh, they have to eat the buns, too. Okay. Can they dip the bun in water? Yes, wow. they, they Eating can. wieners and eating buns. This really is turning into a porn. <laughs> I'll set the over-under at 35. Do you uh, think she ate How many players are on an NBA team? Five. No, not on the court at one time, on the whole team. Oh, like 11 or 12. Oh, that's it? So she could do 24 then easily. Uh, I'm going to say she did 28. 39 and a half hot dogs. Ooh, wow, oh. dude. That was Mickey Sudo. She's from Japan and she's the it Japanese. Right? They're so good at that. The old oh. guy that won it all the time used to be, uh, Yaki oh, Sobi or what's Kobayashi. Kobayashi. Yeah, Kobayashi. <laughs> Yaki Sobi. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, well, speaking of dating, uh, she should put that on her dating app. Never voted for Trump. I'm not religious and I ate 39 and a half hot dogs in a record setting. Yes, amen. <laughs> Dude. Thank you, Lord. When so, Rachel and I were at our first date, she said uh, we were in the line for the beer and hot dogs and stuff. And she said, I could eat 10 hot dogs. No problem. We walk in and she orders them. She orders 10, 10 hot, dogs? hot dogs. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, this is an odd flex. <laughs> like, right. I, I, I don't know why this is important to you. That's does amazing. that uh, make you happy, Brisky? It, it does. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm picturing all kinds <laughs> of things. I'm picturing Nick trying to hold it together and trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I was, I was like, this is such a weird flex. I mean, and so we're carrying this <laughs> hot dogs back to the stand. She ate six of them and, uh, condiments, everything. Thing, you know, nice. uh, but as she says, uh, oh, the only reason I couldn't eat all of them is because they weren't hot dogs. They were Polish sausages. They're too oh. rich. Was there some sexual connotation or just some no. sort of overeating connotation or I don't, what, I don't know if she was like trying to be a dude or like, <laughs> one of the boys, <laughs> like officially at that point, we were just sort of friends, I guess. Right. I'm not exactly sure. Did you tell her if Brewski ate 10 hot dogs, I'd look down my nose at him? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, geez, yeah. right. Where do you hear how many hot dogs Joey Chestnut, the men's winner, ate? Joey uh, Chestnut. Why do I know that name? Because <laughs> Joey Chestnut is the champion eater of every eating contest that's out there. Oh, now you are a champion. Nobody yeah, can beat him. All right. So, so if the woman did 39 and a half, obviously the man did better. So um, <laughs> uh, 62. Um, 54. Nikki, bing, 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 oh, Nikki Valley. I got it right yeah. on the money. Wow. Oh, no. Now, you are a champion. His, his, closest, his closest competitor was at 49 hot dogs. Third place was 47. Wow. I mean, that's that's a resounding wow. victory right there. 62 oh, yeah. hot dogs. Come and on. who had the first heart attack? I assume Joey Chestnut. Well, okay. <laughs> so now let's, let's, let's talk about those 62 hot dogs that Joey Chestnut ate. Yeah. <laughs> Please, let's do. Okay. The calories for that. 17,920, which is 896% of the daily recommended value. Wow. Is uh, Joey Chestnut a big dude? No, he's actually kind of muscular. Wow. Really. Get the sodium, 48,980 milligrams. Holy mackerel, dude. What I'm saying, how do you not just have a heart attack, overdose something? I mean, that's just well, to drink some Pedialyte just, when he was done with that. It, just so you know. 
that is 20,408% more than the recommended daily allowance. (laughs) Wow. I would would imagine that's true. Yeah. Total fat, 1,116 grams. Saturated fat, 372 grams. What? Yes, which is 18,600% more than the recommended (laughs) daily allowance. Wow. Wow. Well, congratulations to Joey Chestnut. Congratulations. Now, I will say that on the plus side, he got 62 grams of dietary fiber. All right. So he's pooping them right out today. And then and 620 yeah, really? grams of, of protein. Wow. Did he win money or something? Like, what the oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. He won How like much? a million bucks for that. Oh. And you get like the hot dog and you get the, the, the trophy and you get like the, <laughs> the big yellow championship belt and everything. And Wow. Well, that's all worth it then. So. Yeah. A million dollars. And, it's, mean, it's like, and it's live on ESPN every, every 4th of July, too. Oh, very cool, dude. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on one second, hold on one second. Yes. Breaking news. Uh, so, you know. Computing, computing, computing. <laughs> Brewski is computing. Boston Booyah! Here is the answer. Technically, actually, I was incorrect on that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> See, we just correct ourselves in real time, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Official retraction. What are you retracting? First place is $10,000. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous play by Brewski. Now, Joey Chestnut makes half a million dollars a year. That's not counting his sponsorships. Oy. Ouch. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's doing okay. And yet again, I question my career choices in this world. So mm-hmm. I'd like to know how comfortable he is on the toilet today. Like, I mean, seriously, uh, how, where does all that go besides straight through you? I mean, yeah, exactly. Dude, so, that's going to have to be so imagine how many flushes that is. Like that doesn't all come out in one poo, right? And you're, and you got to have toilet paper all stocked up and ready to go. Yeah. And- so maybe some solve for your bloody butthole, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be raw, dude. A little muscular, um, yeah. raw dog. Uh, Nick's favorite website, ratemypoo.com. You should be uh, a top contender on that page too. So, oh, I love that. This is need to know news. News you need to know. This is a fun one here. Uh, a lab test confirms the uh, white substance found at the White House yesterday was uh, cocaine. Yes, dude, I did see that. A uh, formal lab test of the white substance found at the uh, White House uh, on Sunday, a couple days ago, has come back positive for cocaine, according to an official uh, with knowledge of the investigation. Uh, the Secret Service had to look into this. They found a uh, on Sunday evening a small zippered bag in a highly trafficked part of the West Wing, which prompted a brief evacuation. They thought maybe it was, you know, anthrax or something. But Yeah, I bet it scared them. I mean, uh, let's be honest. The, as soon as I heard about this, I thought about you leaving drugs in the radio station that's what i thought about too you know did you yeah much like in my former uh, old radio days uh yeah i left a bag of pot in the radio station studio and it was discovered the next day and emails went out and i never mentioned <laughs> yeah i guarantee you there's some i don't know white house you know aid uh secret service guy watching the news today going that's where my bag of oh you is. know like, it dude. Ah. I, dude do we have any idea whose it is i mean they're gonna try and find out apparently right they're gonna try to uh, examine security footage and see if you can either see a drop or somebody walking around patting their pockets like, where the hell? Where the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Wiping their nose frantically. Like, well, none of this would have happened if Trump were in the White House. Right? Yeah. Like a drug-sniffing dog, he or Don Jr. would have sniffed that coke out, <laughs> oh, yeah. picked it up, and snorted it themselves. Same right. thing that happened with Steve's pot. He lost uh, one person we knew there was like, uh, he flushed it down the toilet. With yeah. air quotes, you know. I'm like, yeah, we know what that means. You kind of nerd flushes pot down the toilet. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Chris Elliott, apparently. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, I have a theory. You know, we discussed a couple of podcasts back about Donald Trump saying that those boxes of documents contained a bunch of personal things that he didn't have time to go through. I think he's been looking for his coke in those boxes. Like, it's got to be, it's got to be one of these boxes here. Where's Tweaking my coke? <laughs> it's going right. to be tremendous when I find it. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm sure that is. Tell so them I need more time. <laughs> you know. Jeez. Donald Trump. Uh, well, yeah, I guess uh, he does also. Well, from reports, uh, Ritalin. 
Ritalin and Adderall and uh what's the things you take to not have a panic attack? A V uh Xanax? Oh, Valium. that's right. Xanax? Okay, he takes Xanax. He takes Ritalin. He takes them all to maintain during the day. Oh, wow. So this is him maintaining, though. huh? What yes. would he be like without those? And then the cocaine is usually either uh before a big event, he's going to have to read a lot of cue cards. He gets uh, really high. Yeah. Or, you know, nighttime's always high. But, yeah, that's just to maintain during bu- That's business hours. Right. Or well, before now, he sends out a tweet in all capital letters, he's all coked up. Right. Really. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Well, he, he must have been coked up yesterday when he was giving that speech about the Revolutionary War. And he spoke about the Continental Army took over the airfields. Right. And they protected yes. the air. And, and you know what's funny, dude, is when you sent that over, I thought that was a story from years ago because he made that comment in some other speech years ago about how we he, you know, secured the airports during the Revolutionary War. 100%. And uh, no. he didn't learn his lesson from it. No one said, like, hey, you got that wrong, big guy. <laughs> we, we didn't start flying until 1903. Right. Yeah. That's hilarious. Someone's missing. They found the Coke. And we always hear about how he's got a button to get Coke delivered, and we just assumed it was Coca-Cola. I'm starting to wonder, though. There's a guy who came out that worked for The Apprentice, and uh, he was like, I'm just going to let you know the actual, because I, my NDA has expired at this point, so I'm going to tell you what happened on The Apprentice. He pooped his pants constantly. He said he's got huge stomach issues because of all of the drugs that he does, and then he only eats Coke and Big Macs, right? McDonald's, yeah. 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 So Diet Coke uh, and Big Macs. They said that when he would get really nervous, he would always poop his pants. And there were several times on The Apprentice that he actually pooped his pants, and they had a runner that had to clean him up. Wow. Like, a that's runner. insane, dude. That's, that's, yeah. that's a job nobody wants. Right. The runner for it running down his leg after he poops. Uh, it is the classic whoever smelt it dealt it because somehow people say Biden poops his pants, you know. I think Trump started that rumor just to get it off him, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, he's the pooper. He's the party pooper, apparently. Well, let's hope so. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this. We interrupt our program to bring you a special Here is program. a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring you all the humanity and all the things. The date which will live in infamy. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Need to know news. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Get over here, Nick. I'm right here. <laughs> right here. Where's Nick? I am here, dude. Uh, hey, fellers, I find this interesting uh, enough to mention. This is actually news from last week, but I felt like I got to talk about it because uh, I don't know if it affects you guys, but uh, good old Jack Hanna doesn't remember most of his family at this point. He's got advanced Alzheimer's. Ooh. You know who he is? Jack Hanna. Wasn't he uh, Yogi Bear and all that kind of stuff? No. no Wildlife expert. That this was Hanna Barbera. Uh, yeah, the wildlife expert. Jack was, Hanna. Like on all the talk shows, you know, he'd bring on the lions. And My whatnot. Yogi Bear's not that far off, then. <laughs> hey, boo boo. <laughs> right. Listen. Uh, uh, so, okay. Yeah. He was the uh, talk show host guy. Or it was on every talk show with lemurs jumping off him and stuff. Yes. You grew up in the 80s and 90s. Like, you love Jack Hanna. And he's got his own shows on, you know, the Pet Network or whatever. But yeah. uh, he's real sick right now. Diagnosed in October of 2019. His uh, wife. And daughters say uh, he's to the point now where he doesn't r- know who any of them are, which is that's terrible. It uh, is. But he still knows his favorite music, as we learned several episodes ago. Jack Hanna does. Well, we learned that people oh, that that's suffer from right. Alzheimer's for some reason, they still remember their favorite music. That's something that you yeah. hold on to until the bitter end. So, yeah, uh, that's a serious note for anyone you know that has Alzheimer's. You can still play them their favorite music and they'll at least remember that. All right. Well, Jack Hanna gone, but not forgotten. No, that's not true. He's forgotten, not gone. I love you, Jack. We know, Dora. That's why I brought it up, dude. It's Jack Hanna. That was just an aside. Oh, all right. It was just an aside. Do you pee sitting down or standing up? I mean, it's it's a segue alert. His question when it comes to your peeing. Even if I don't take it out and play with it, I still like seeing it. Well, when you see it, do you pee standing (laughs) up or do you pee sitting down? And that's an that's an honest question. 
Oh, do you have more drops for me prepared? Or my hands <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll show you my hands, dude. I'm honest about it. Uh, I don't pee sitting down unless I'm really wasted or, um, you know, taking a dump at the same time, maybe. Otherwise, no, I don't. <laughs> All right, Brewski. I stand up. Every okay. time? Unless I feel like I, I have to poop also, then I will. But other than that, <laughs> I, I stand up. Right. All right. Why is it when we poop our pants, we don't pee? You ever think about that? No, I never have thought about that, <laughs> but now I'm glad I am. Uh, <laughs> I think they're different things, so why would you have to do both at the same time? You can never poop in the toilet without ending it with a pee, correct? Science. No. You pee first? I don't always have to pee when I poo. Sometimes I do both, actually. I'll do a little bit in the beginning, get everything out, <laughs> and then and then there's a little bit left over. I, I got to finish up. Right. You, I mean, my, you don't pee every time you poo. Not every time, no. Brewski, is it? Do you? Um, think. I think I, about I, it. I don't think so. so don't. Sometimes, I, sometimes I don't. No. Listen, when I take my regular morning dump, sure. But like, if I've just had some bad Taco Bell or something, oh, if I don't have yeah. to pee at the time, then I'm not peeing. Like, it's not. They don't have to go hand in hand. Listen, but I, I've I do never have to, gone poo without peeing. Really? No. What kind of science and research is behind this, by the way? Yeah, like, well, is Harvard conducting a survey of listen, people? I'm going to tell you, we, we, haven't even, we haven't even got to the article yet. No, I know. I'm, I'm fascinated by your precursor <laughs> research going on here. Listen, uh, all I know is that most people with a high intelligence, every time they poo, they pee. Uh, that's a fact. <laughs> I mean, that's just Again, so I'd like to see the science behind all right. it. Yeah. Uh, well, I do just, have to amend my original answer, though, if it matters. Yes, please. Uh, you know, growing up, I was raised by women. And I peed sitting down because it's what I observed, you know, anecdotally around the house. And I don't really? think it was. Yeah. That's why? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's when I got out of high school and maybe even when I started listening to like Tom Likas or something where he was, you know, <laughs> belittling men who pee sitting down where I was like, is that wrong? Am I not supposed to be? <laughs> right. I mean, if I'm in a urinal or something, well, but just when I was around the house, yeah, I would sit and pee. And then I realized, like, oh, wait, that might happen. This might be what happens when your dad's not around. <laughs> well, yeah, That's and interesting. It, I've got about a probably an 80-20 mixture going on where 80 stand up, 20 is being sitting down. What are the 20, though? What's the, What are those scenarios? Uh, if I get up in the morning and, like, I'm still foggy, I'll sit on the toilet and take a pee and just hang out there for a minute. For safety. <laughs> you know what I mean? okay. For safety, yeah. Uh, when I'm drunk. Always when I poo, duh. And uh, if I'm in somewhere like a uh, guest home, maybe I'll sit down and pee just because I don't want to make any mistakes in the bathroom. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. You ready for this article? Because this is a good discussion already. So I can't wait for the article. This is a growing trend. uh, Has the majority of German men sitting to pee? And here is why. A sexist stereotype, like Steve said, in America is men who sit down to pee are less masculine than those who stand while urinating. Some even assume that men who sit down to pee have been emasculated by a woman who wanted to deprive them of their God-given right to pee while standing up. So it's a girlfriend thing. And it's God-given. That is true. That is. And a lot of women are jealous of it. What's right. the old thing? Like, if men and women are equal, let me see you pee out a forest fire or a campfire or whatever. The same stereotypes exist in Germany where uh, men who sit to pee are known as Unsitzpinkler. <laughs> yeah. However, due to a rapid change in public opinion regarding peeing standing up, most German men now pee sitting down. Are you ready to learn why, actually? Public service announcements? What is it? They have signs. It's becoming a cultural thing in Germany. Uh, to sit down. They say that uh, hard porcelain that the toilet is made of is an instant catapult for urine up to 10 feet away. Tiny droplets of splashback off your porcelain are not only getting into the air and possibly on your toothbrush, that type of thing, but it's getting all over your floor. Okay. 10 feet away. I don't buy that, but okay. Sure. Droplets. I mean, mean, even if we hold it to COVID standards, uh, it's six feet, you know, little droplets in the air. Come on. Our bathroom's like six feet wide. So you're telling me the wall behind my toilet is just covered with pee? Yeah. And the floor, if you don't mop it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Is your house smell like pee? Do you know why? That, that means when you're sitting, then you're just spraying your underside with pee. Then, the, well, the at least, dude, you go in. If it gets on your underside, you're gonna shower in an hour. You know what I mean? Like your floors are gonna just soak that urine in forever. 
But be, I don't shower after every pee, be, but okay. But people <laughs> you don't. How often do people wash their bathroom floor though? You know, I mean, I wash mine yeah, pretty regularly, actually. You know, uh, yeah. How how often? I would say at least week. once a week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sweep or mop? Both. Both. Uh, yeah, I run the vacuum in it, but I uh, I take like Clorox around the you know the toilet. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know how many right. germs well, and hey. bacteria there is in the oh, bathroom? Yeah. There are in bathrooms. Oh, Holy I, crap! Yeah, dude. I stopped I, I stopped dating a chick because her bathroom was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> that's a that's a line for you, huh? When I'm a nice guy and I reach out <laughs> with my foot to lift the seat up so I'm not spraying all over the seat, and yep. I see the whole underside of the seat completely caked. But brown and yellow and everything. Oh, I can't when, even sit on it, dude. And when and when and when I look to my right as I'm washing my hands in your dirty, nasty sink, and I see a black ring around the inside of your tub, and I see what looks like a spider from Australia crawling out of your drain. <laughs> Tell us details of her feminine hygiene. It was all right. Now I will tell you this, please. D- despite my germ phobia avoidance, yeah, I still completed the job, even though she was riding the red wave. So, oh, dude, wow. what for are me? you talking about? Wow. You can't have one without the other. You grossed out by her dirty bathroom, but you rode the red wave. Yeah, boom, Nick. What was I going to do? With? You know, everything was up and ready to go. What, am I going to walk away? I mean, come on. I have. <laughs> what are you going <laughs> yeah. to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Anyways, I uh, almost always pee in the water, so I feel safe with all this. Especially in public restrooms, I feel it sends out a uh, warning to everyone. When it comes to a public restroom, if you have to take a dookie, do you a hover, put an ass gasket, or line it with extra toilet paper? What do you do? Yeah. Um, I'm very selective about ever having to do that. That's an emergency situation. I find the gasket to be disgusting. So, no, I, uh, I'll wipe it down with a little toilet paper and then hope for the best. I will wipe it down with toilet paper, but this is going to sound weird to say this. But I will spit on the toilet paper before I do it. Oh. Oh, no, 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 but, no, 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 oh, yeah. no, no, hear me, hear me, hear me out, hear me out. Considering, consider that, this. Considering that the our saliva comes from, a lot of it comes from our stomach bile and that sort of mm. thing, and that can break down food. That's going to kill any germs that are on that toilet seat. I think it's stomach acids that do that, not to. Okay, but still. But you I, don't I get put your logic. bile on the toilet paper, dude. I mean, no, like, what? Yeah. Listen, either it's going to kill something, or at least you're spreading a thin layer of your own, you know, germs and nastiness. Yeah. So you're soaking that up. That's better than. No, I, I do the toilet paper to clean, make sure it's dry, okay? And then uh, I tear off. Four pieces of toilet paper. Okay. I did about a, you know, foot long for the back, oh. and then I do the sides, and then I do the front. I can't drink coffee while we're having this. <laughs> ruining this for me. You know, I, well, listen. I, I on, once, we've finally I, gone too far in the show. I once got out of the pool in Vegas. I had to go to the bathroom really bad. And I put down an ass gasket, and not realizing that oh, I just got it wet. No. No. Yes, I, I stuck to the bottom of my. No. Yes. Oh, wow. Don't you know I have a wet paper phobia? I don't need to. I, you just combined <laughs> no, seven terrible I, things. I didn't know. I didn't even know that. I didn't know you had that. <laughs> oh, that's when something. Did, did, I do. I hate wet paper. Ugh. Oh, okay. Think of Brewski dripping wet in a Vegas pool. <laughs> Dude, I have to do that. This is need to know news. <laughs> news. You need to know. Oh, hello, Americans. Oh. This is Paul Harvey. We're all dry here. Did you know how hard it was to peel that off my ass? Oh, dude, and it breaks on your booty. I mean, oh. <laughs> Wet paper. Jeez. So I've got another. I got another one for you. So yeah. it was it was party time in Sioux Falls, South Dakota yesterday. Okay, what and else then, are you gonna do in South Dakota? I'm so sure. Well, I mean, if, if, do we need two Dakotas? Sioux- by the way, good God. <laughs> exactly. Well, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the police were pretty busy yesterday. They were arresting people for fireworks charges, public intoxication, domestic violence, Perfect. and then also there was one arrest for masturbating in a public park. Dude, we are not allowed to do anything anymore. 
This is all at the same house, probably, too. So. Well, it says one man was arrested Monday afternoon after police say he was masturbating in a public park in downtown Sioux Falls. I know, but it's the 4th of July. I mean, come on. How else He's you supposed to make sure you to America? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Steve has never taken his penis out in a park. Even if I don't take it out and play with it, I still like seeing it. So. <laughs> well, it turns How out was that- I talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're peeing, dude. Oh, I do. Okay. And why the hell are fireworks illegal in South Dakota? That's a, What do you have to blow up in that state to get arrested? They're all about freedom in like the Dakotas and those yeah. states. You got right. all the fireworks you want. Yeah. But don't, don't try to have an abortion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, some so, masturbating in public park. Uh, yeah, yeah. According to the police, there were other people, including children, in the park, and the police were given video evidence. So that means somebody stood there while mm-hmm. filming this guy jerking his gherkin while someone else went and called the cops. It's interesting. That shows the sexist double standard in our country, because if it was a woman masturbating, 10 people would have been filming it, and it'd be on OnlyFans by now. If she was hot, maybe. If she was ugly, I'd, I'm sure they'd be calling the cops. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. In case in case you would like to know, yeah, this was 50-year-old Cameron Quickbear of Sioux Falls. He's not as quick as his name might suggest, because you would have thought he would have been done before the cops got there, and he could have gotten out of there, but... He was just going to town. Quick jackal. (laughs) This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. Uh, When you go to Starbucks, how many shots do you get in whatever your drink is? Quad. Venti. Quad. quad? Wow. Four shot. Yeah. I didn't even know that was an option. I get a triple shot. I, I did quad shot, huh? Yeah. Wow. I was at a coffee place the other day, and I ordered a triple shot. And then they came over, they're like, hey, the lady just made an extra shot by mistake. Like, do you want us to put it in your coffee? And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. More free shots, the better. But you want this free crack, too? Right. (laughs) Exactly. Load me up. Uh, But an interesting new survey just came out. Yet again about coffee. I don't know why so many research is done on coffee when cancer still runs rampant. But uh, another new uh, survey came out here. Uh, I'm just going to summarize it here. The thing they were trying to get to the uh, the bottom of was the caffeine amount in coffee. Because most people feel that the more caffeine you have in your coffee, the better you uh, respond to it. You feel stimulated. It wakes you up and all that kind of stuff. Right. Researchers in Portugal, I don't know how credible this is, but uh, they did a bunch of uh, brain scans. They had a whole bunch of people drinking different types of coffee with different levels of caffeine. And they noticed a recurring theme that it, it is not the level of caffeine that made people feel alert and stimulated. It's the ritual of drinking your morning cup of coffee. Yes. Uh, they found that if they gave people water with just uh, diluted down caffeine or or uh, coffee with decaf. no caffeine, it showed the same results in the MRI, that people just want their morning cup of coffee, the ritual, that sip, it wakes you up, gets you going. Placebo, dude. Right. That it didn't actually matter. And the same thing, the MRI people that had a whole bunch of caffeine in there, and it didn't show any increase in their level of pleasure or response to the coffee. So the amount of caffeine may not actually be super relevant. It's more just that you enjoy your morning coffee. But why do you get jittery from coffee then? I mean, it's got to have some effect on the body. Some people that have too much caffeine, whether it's an energy drink or whatever. Yeah, like, you know, that's true. I mean, caffeine does have an effect, but they're measuring the uh, the uh, euphoric feeling, that first cup of coffee, the first sip. Like, why do people crave their coffee in the morning? Obviously, the more caffeine you're consuming, the more it's going to restrict blood vessels, heart rate, all that kind of stuff. But they're basically saying that, you know, when you want that morning cup of coffee, you don't need the triple or the quad shot. It's it's just the morning cup of coffee that your brain is craving. Yeah, that's fascinating, dude. Well, so I don't know. I'm still going to get my triple shot. But uh, the only reason I do a quad shot is uh, flavor. You know, I want the coffee taste. I don't want it to because I get it. You get a mocha, don't you? Is that what you drink? Yes. Yes. Uh, I drink a latte, which is, you know, lighter with milk and everything. Uh, I, I want to taste the coffee in it. So, all right. Well, you do you. I tried the olive oil coffee that we were talking about on a few podcasts back. Yeah. That apparently makes you poo. Uh, this is what I'll say, dude, is the only reason I tasted it and I tasted it both iced and hot, but they, uh, had little samples about the size of a shot glass. They were sampling. Uh, I am worried about drinking a whole venti. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> olive oil coffee and having just you know terrible diarrhea so yeah. the flavor of it i found fascinating i loved it oh really 
Yeah, both well, uh, both hot and cold. They were both good, but it does definitely give you like a texture in your mouth of ew. olive oil, which sounds disgusting, but it yeah. tasted great. Was it, it? It tasted good in balance with the coffee. Yes, and just the way it made the coffee real smooth, <sighs> but still have a little kick to it. There's something there, is what well, I'll say. I think for the good of the show, you should order a venti olive oil triple quad shot, and let's see what happens to you. All right, I'll try yeah. a little research. Yeah, uh, next podcast. Uh, let me try a little, a little, a little slip and slide, venti. maybe you know. Yeah. Yeah, but if good. I have to run, I have to run. You'll, yeah. you'll know why. We'll, we'll fill in for you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you fed up with feeling like a loser? A real dummy? Are you tired of urinating and defecating in your pants? Well, I'm sorry to hear that. This is need to know news. News you need to know. Uh, what do you know about MMA? What do you know about jiu-jitsu? And what do you know about Elon Musk and yeah. uh, homeboy from Facebook? Zuckerberg? Yep. Uh, I know very little about all of those people. I mean, right. MMA, mixed martial arts. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm not into it. I, I get it. But this whole Zuckerberg-Musk thing, is that real? I mean, I see it all over my news feed. They're not actually going to fight, are they? Well, that's yet to be I, determined. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. But, I mean, they're still talking about it. And big point? networks are reporting on it that they're talking about doing it. I know Zuckerberg has been doing MMA, and some yeah. videos of him came out. He won some little tournament. Hey, good for you, buddy. Good. But uh, so then Musk challenged I can't really see Zuckerberg wanting to even remotely take that bait, though. Uh, Musk recently tweeted out uh, that he'd be up for a cage fight with Zuckerberg, CEO of Meta and Instagram, on Wednesday. Uh, Zuckerberg farting right back by posting a screenshot of Musk's tweet overlaid with the caption, send me the location. <laughs> so these are is, two little nerds trying to he's ready, uh, cheesemo each other. Yeah, he's 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 ready to break out a rear naked choke, maybe a triangle, or <laughs> maybe uh, just uh, plain old half Nelson, dude. Listen, these are two tech bros have made enough money to go take some jujitsu lessons, right. and I mean this is a setup, right? Even if they do go into the match, like this has got to be at the very least wwf style fighting right like where it's a little orchestrated wwf like women's federation of them scratching at each other for 20 minutes no, that was glow glow wrestling for women i don't think either one of these guys would want to have it be any sort of stage or anything like that i think both of them really want a genuine opportunity to be able to legitimately fight but i say that because then you know one or the other will have like bragging rights you know it's all that like steve said all that machismo bull crap yeah. and that, whoever that even, loses even, is gonna never outlive that but even even the that nerdy guys don't uh, aren't uh, immune to you know yes spend the money on therapy because clearly you both got picked on in high school and now you're trying to work that out i'm a man well i'm worth 10 zillion dollars <laughs> well remember mark zuckerberg created facebook to get friends so yeah, that's right. Tom was his first friend, and or is that MySpace? That's MySpace. Yeah. Hey, listen, the two have history. Who in the past do you think started this whole thing, dude? Well, oh, Musk. Musk. And I don't know that. I just know that guy's compensating for everything. So I. Assume. Oh yeah. When Musk became the world's richest man, the two. Not cars. real. It's not real, by the way. Of course, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, in 2017, they engaged in a very public feud over the future of AI. Musk had repeatedly warned about the dangers of AI, describing it as a potentially existential threat to the human race. And Zuckerberg, on the other hand, took a much more optimistic view. So they fought about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now he is the richest man in the world and Zuckerberg got taken out. So they have these little Twitter battles. Now the possibility of them stepping into the octagon exists. Uh, let's make a bet now. I guarantee Zuckerberg would win. Yeah, I think so too. He looks in, he looks in better shape. Yeah, I mean, and he's, he's actively some, doing it right now. And you, yeah. you, and you saw Musk on, on that, that boat wherever he was. Yeah, he's but, uh, yeah, pudgy's not the word. I mean, it, it, it makes me look like I have a six pack. <laughs> oh, really? Is that big? Oh, but like you know, he's as—he's not as big as you and I are. No, dude, he's—he's he's got a belly like you wouldn't believe. Wow! No, yeah, I've never seen the picture, dude. Oh, he's got—he's got a keg hanging off. That's—that's that's for sure. Wow! 
Well, yeah. we'll see what happens. I don't know. I kind of hope it happens. I think it's kind of funny uh, with all these Jake Paul fights that are going on. People think they're fake or set up or whatever. Everyone's just going to start fighting. This is nothing new. They had celebrity death match where Arnold from different strokes fought. Yeah. Gary Coleman. Yeah, Gary These Coleman. were celebrities, though, that needed money and exposure. I don't know that Zuckerberg or Musk need either of those things. They've sunk to an all-time low, dude. Yeah. Well, I guess. You know, the, the, the Paul kid, there Jake was Paul. rumor that, that he was going to fight Mike Tyson. But the problem is, is that... So Mike Tyson's a senior citizen at this point? He looks good in the gym. Oh, I know. I know. It doesn't matter. You watch watch him. and uh, Because the Paul kid said that they were worried that Tyson was going to want to come in there and seriously hurt him. Not just sure he as would. A, a, yeah. not, not take it as a you know celebrity boxing match, but but really hurt him. I would love to see that. Tyson would absolutely effing destroy him. Yes, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Well, and I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Facebook just announced a, a Twitter takedown thing. So oh, yeah. This is related or not, but the, Zuckerberg the is going to try to defeat Musk where it matters most. Fantastic, I, dude. I want them to fight, for sure. Need to know news. News you need to know. I'll yes. just do this one quickly because uh, I just I, I'm sharing this because it was just a weird experience I had today. Um, I did the fireworks show here in Lake Tahoe last night. We did the music for it. So I was up. Uh, I didn't get home till almost midnight. I was up until 3 a.m. And when I got up today, I was just starving. So I went to Subway to just get some quick, easy food. I'm literally standing in line at Subway, flipping through one of my news apps. Uh, CNN, and uh, I see uh, the headline, a big change is coming to Subway restaurants today. Oh, And I'm hoping it wasn't some announcement of uh, Salmonella or Ebola or whatever else, but uh, the uh, the headline was uh, to undercut its fast-growing rivals, Subway's making a big change to its meats. The chain's roughly uh, 20,000 U.S. locations will start freshly slicing their deli meat beginning uh... today. And I'm sitting here reading this, and I'm like, I wonder if it's true, and I look up and right there on the counter is a brand new meat slicer at my local subway. <laughs> they're they're really? their own deli meats right there now. They're doing that because Jersey Mike's is encroaching in on them because Jersey Mike's does that. Uh, I see. There's not a lot of sub shops around my town, so I don't know who they're competing with, but, but apparently, yeah. So apparently 20,000 deli slicers were mailed out yesterday and Subway's got them set up today. Okay. Now you've seen the people who work at Subway. Do most of those people look like they're qualified enough to be running a deli slicer? <laughs> That's a good question. Mine's family owned and operated here. They're a good little group, but, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. There's going to probably be some, uh, fingertips and random subs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and especially since in uh, Iowa and Arkansas, they just have that build where the uh, kids can actually do jobs that they weren't able to do before. Kids as young as 13 can work on deli slicers and serve alcohol and everything. Well, nice. They used to be out plowing the fields at 10, Brisky. Right. That's a utopia down south. It's great. It's a drunk 13-year-old slicing your deli meat for you now. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fantastic. This will give Subway the chance to get away from Jared and all the young meat he sliced. Okay, <laughs> is that our last story of the day? Oh, it can be. Or you can throw one more out. I got to tell you guys to watch a documentary. I'm going to, I want to give you an assignment that you have to watch it. Well, I'll give you two weeks, not this next podcast, but the other one you yeah. got to have done. Topic. Woodstock 99. Oh, okay. I already know. Uh, don't say anything. Do you I don't know? know. Where is it at? Netflix or where? Yes. A couple hours, dude. Like fascinating. I'm going to enjoy this or you're torturing me. Fascinating. Yes. The story. Mm -hmm. I never knew the story of it, dude. And it's fascinating. And I know some oh, of the chaos behind that whole debacle of it, a concert, but okay. It goes deeper right. than I realized, huh? I, I yes. have friends at the rock station I worked at here in Boston who were there at that whole thing and witnessed much of what happened. Huh? Wow. Right. Well, yeah. Well, fascinating. Check so check it out. That uh, might be a good thing with Dottie. We're both rock fans, so we can watch Yes. That. Dottie will enjoy it, dude. Uh, Have you seen, though, I was going to mention to you guys, this uh, new uh, American Gladiators documentary on Netflix? We started it. Is it interesting? The tra I just watched the trailer yesterday, and I'm like, hmm, this actually looks interesting. And it kind of looks up Brewski's Alley. You seen it yet? Or? No, I haven't, but but I've seen yeah, okay. the trailer for it. It looks really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I want to watch So that. we're two episodes in, and I learn uh, so far I've learned all kinds of stuff that I did not know about the American Gladiators, where it started, where it came from. Like, it's going through the history, and it's all, you know behind the scenes and they talk about the dark and the dirty and you know the good things that were happening but 
Uh, I will say that uh, I was ready to be done with it and catch up more later. It's not a binge. All right. It's just tiring. I'm a big fan of Zap, by the way. Well, you'll see a lot about Zap, dude. Oh, I love Zap. And <laughs> yeah. Gem- Gemini was, was, if I had to pick a male gladiator, I thought was like the best of the guys, that would be Gemini. But I like Zap for a whole lot of other reasons. All right. Well, you'll see all about it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth checking out for sure. Very cool. All right. I will watch the uh, Woodstock debacle. All right. What do you say, Brewski? Well, I was going to tell you a real quick story. I got hit for delivery last night before I went to go to New York City, and it was to a liquor store. I go there. While I'm waiting in line to, to get the, the delivery, I notice in this case a lot of odd things for sale at this particular liquor store. It's like a head shop slash packy. It was a packy, exactly. So Kratom, he was selling Kratom, yep. which I didn't think was legal here in the States. Yeah, and tell, I, what is Kratom? Mitragoni speciosa. It's like a leaf that comes off a tree from Bali, okay? I didn't understand any of those words you just said, but okay. It's, it, and they sell it in these pills. It's really concentrated. And it's basically, it gets you high, okay? So anyway, so speaking of getting high, I happen to notice that this guy is selling whippets. Nice. He hands me a bag. I look inside. And my delivery is three boxes with 50 each of whippets. Oh, 150 whippets, dude. 150 whippets. That's enough to make you so, stupid. Yeah. So then I, go, I hope that's for a big party and not one person. <laughs> well, so the, uh, it's funny you ask that. You say that. So I go to meet this lady. Very nice apartment building. Very expensive to live in that place. She comes to the door, and I would say that she was not dressed to receive. Mm. What do you or mean? Was like she dressed to receive? <laughs> no, she's like she's in pajamas and like a like an old t shirt. Her hair's all kind of pulled up and disheveled and and everything. Wow. And and I come walking up, and she's looking like unless she's having people over later on. Yeah. I, you know, so she was ordering 150 whippets for herself. She was ordering 150 whippets. Wow. And so then I said to her, I said, "Here you go," and I said, "Remember." When a problem comes along, you must whip it. <laughs> and she looked at me. She said, I don't get it. Uh, oh, nice. Can it kill you, Steve? Can it kill you? That's a good question. I don't know if you can overdose on, on nitrous. You, but. I looked it up, and it said they said that if you take too much, it can inhibit the amount of oxygen in your lungs, and it can kill you. Yeah, um, but it's like but you really you really have to do a lot. I was going to say, technically, you can overdose on marijuana, but you would have to consume more than you could possibly consume. So technically, you can overdose on anything. Is it possible in reality? Is the yeah. All right. I'll watch the Netflix documentary and see how many whippets I could do during it. Dead and Company were here playing at Fenway Park. If you could see outside the ballpark, how many balloons and whippet canisters there were on the ground. It was amazing. Oof. Oh, that's that funny. Just, just do shrooms. Like, why? Yeah, I know. Chalked full of good, healthy advice as always on this episode. So. See our webpage, thevocalminority.net. You could uh, find our socials there and also communicate with the show. There you go. Yep. Spread the good word, por favor, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Say goodbye, Brisky. Goodbye, Brisky. And we say bye-bye. Test one, two, <laughs> test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is... Is the vocal minority with Nick and Steve? Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and cousin Bruce. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. <laughs>